Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Strangers in the night exchanging glances. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. Spurs won the match of the century. Liverpool will be licking their lips and Cardiff have given themselves hope. To dare is to do, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back, and it's lovely to have Jim, Luke, and Pete with Team Ramble. Hello. Evening. How are you doing, Marcus? Cracking champion. Cracking. Spurs didn't win the match of the century. They lost it. Ah, mm. wanker. Yeah, they went through an aggregate, didn't they? So that's true. An early error, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. We're so pleased to have you back. Away. We'll gloss over it. You... And I can see you thinking about how you're going to get out of this, and I'm not going to let you do it. <laughs> so Manchester City won the match of the century. Well done, Man City! <laughs> They'll be celebrating on the street still, I expect. Yes. A yeah, famous yeah. 4-3 win. How much consolation will they take from that, Luke? I found it hard to even keep track of who was going through and who wasn't, to be honest. <laughs> what a game. What a bloody... Uh, I mean, this weekend... Man City v Spurs so soon after the last one. This, yeah. this is going to be so strange. I'm sure we'll come on to that after. If Man City win that, do they do they do they take the title back and get to go through? <laughs> it's like a title belt. Yeah, yeah. In the words of a uh, a now extradited man, it was extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Assange. We got it. We got that. Julian Assange. He's very much still here. <laughs> he will be. Will be um, it was one of the most ridiculous games. I think I've ever seen mm. to the it, what, the first game in a very long time that when Sterling in quotes scored mm-hmm. the fir- his first goal or his last no goal? in quotes scored right. the goal not his actual stand. goal okay of uh, yeah he I was like wow that's amazing what a finish yeah. what yeah. a amazing piece of composure and yeah. skill and and settling of 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 a, of a tie that is yeah. brilliant and and it's a testament to the season he's had and how much mm. he's improved. And and my mind closed off then. Right, that's the end of that. Done. And then it dragged me back in. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. wasn't ready for it. And the VAR situation just overloaded me with more information yeah. that I almost couldn't it's like, cope with. It's like with. watching an Avengers film and there's always like a post-credits. At the end of the credits. Like, oh, well, what? yeah. How are they going to fit? Is it Howard the Duck or Ed the Duck? I always forget which one. Howard the Duck. Howard Ed the, the duck. duck was in the broom covered with, with now hench Andy why Peters. Isn't, <laughs> why wasn't Ed the Duck? No, it wasn't Ed the Duck Andy Crane. Gordon oh, you Gopher might be was, right, actually. Yes. Oh, so Gordon remember. the Gopher was Philip Schofield. Yeah. I, uh, Jim Where was, was close. close at, at, Wilson uh, the Butler? Well, I don't know where that's coming from. Dizzy <laughs> <laughs> Heights Hotel. What? <laughs> but anyway. Town duck, duck killer. An, 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 incre- an incredible it, it was, game. And, and, and I, I think what we should say, uh, and I'm sure you, we, we'll, we will, but let, allow me to be the first. I mean, what an effort from from Spurs. I mean, on paper, that's a mitch, that's a mismatch for a series of reasons. Yeah. One, because I know it to be the case that in January, and I haven't seen it since, but in January, only Man United had more injuries than them throughout yeah. the season. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they've if they've overtaken United. They had a couple of key players out. They essentially had no really no serious midfielders in that position, and then the one they did have um, in Sissoko. Had to go off injured anyway. Got a yellow? Man, yeah. <laughs> Man City's 
team cost about 350 million. Spurs cost 40 or something like that. Mm. It should have been a total mismatch, yet they were able to get involved in a thing that everyone who you know, pretends, myself included, to know anything about football, had thought they shouldn't do, which is getting a straight shootout with Man City. <laughs> and what they should have tried to do is keep it, keep it tight, of course, and then try and target them late on and hit them on the break. I think, you know, Pochettino's canny enough to know, though, that you, that's not going to work. You know, if you, if you sit back and invite City on, they will, put, you know, pull you apart. And especially if they get a goal really, really early, you're sort of mm. like, well, you just, they just try and sit on that for the rest of the... I mean, obviously, they couldn't they had to go on and score another one, but where goals, man. To have, to yeah. have four goals in, in essentially just under seven minutes Incredible. in a big Good Champions League tie. It's just insane. Like. It's absolutely insane. If you look at the benches, when Man City are looking for the benches, John Stones obviously um, could have come on centre-half, but probably not needed. Leroy Sané, Fernandinho, Riyad Mahrez, Otamendi, Gabriel Jesus. When you read out the Spurs bench, or when the commentator did, when they were, you know, they lost Suzoko early on for current You've got Davison Sanchez, Carl Walker-Peters, Urente came on, of course, Juan Foyth, Paolo um, Gazaniga. He's a, goal, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. Gazaniga, yeah. Gazaniga, sorry. Ben Davis, Oliver Skip. That shows you. Yeah. If you look at the benches, I know the first 11s are not that far apart, but, but Man City's is better. Should Wanyama beat anyone near that squad? Well, he hasn't, he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't hardly be, played, yeah. yeah. And, and Marcus, you know, you say about John Stones, he probably wasn't needed. Did you see Amrit Laporte? Yeah. <laughs> because he did a pretty good impression of someone who might well be needed to be replaced at some point. That's true, isn't it? Even though he's had a good season. But it is, it's a remarkable achievement from Spurs. The, the, the debate goes straight to VAR, doesn't it? And, mm. and for me, it's a it's a head versus heart situation because the right yes. calls were made. I, I think anybody who thinks that Llorente goal shouldn't have stood is, is being a bit silly. He yeah. did flick his arm. I, I'll have that. Mm. But it's, it's me, certainly not clear enough. Exactly. If that's yeah. given as a penalty and whatnot, I, I'm not... You wait for guidelines say it isn't a penalty. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so for me, that's a goal all day long. And then the Aguero one, I mean, the talk about margins of football, it was centimetres, yeah. not even inches. But for, just to finish, Jim, sorry, the, 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 the point for VAR is head versus heart for me because the head says both calls were correct and the right outcome was made but the heart says is, is that what we're going to have in football now yeah, last minute goals like is it, if, if this sets a precedent and, and this becomes the norm a team's going to score and everyone goes hang on let's just wait a moment for mm. the celebration alright mm, now yeah. we can celebrate it's, it's, yeah. for it's, me it's that looks awful it's, it's, it's a, but the right team went through because of VAR it's a tacit yeah. endorsement of the fact that most football is consumed outside of the stadium and fuck the people who are actually in there to be honest in my opinion I think VAR is a poor solution an, ele- an e- inelegant solution Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to the situation. Yeah, Mar- Marcus, you tap into something really interesting, which is that like, it's what you pride. It's what indiv- it's hard to solve it. If, it. if it is a problem to be solved, it's kind of hard to solve it because it depends on the individual's interpretation of what football is to that way. And there's no person. right or wrong answer. Yeah. So if if you um. Well, I suppose people would say, well, the right answer is simply the rules must be respected and the laws must be correct. Well, I think people are backtracking on that. Sure. And I, and I think for me... I don't particularly. I, I I feel like the game should be refereed by humans. And I know it is humans, but at the moment it's humans with with, with technology that otherwise wouldn't be available. And to, to me, it just feels a little bit of a shame. But that 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 incident last night with Sterling at the end was the oh. first time where VAR I thought genuinely added to the drama rather than mm. rather than sort of detracting. As from Pete it. says, Boy, though, you're not in the stadium. You're not a Man City fan. If I was in the stadium as a Spurs fan, I would have found it more dramatic. I mean, Spurs fans will be delighted about VAR this morning, but they, you know, they probably would have been calling for it um, if if it hadn't been there, and perhaps Lorente's goal had been uh, disallowed, and or um, Sterling's hadn't stood. But I I think what needs to happen, because obviously VAR is here now, we're going to have it, is that the rules need to be sort of tweaked to to account for it. Because I think Mm. uh, we've spoken about this before, but it, it was really clear yesterday, like the offside decision at the end. 
Aguero's advantage is, is so tiny there. I feel like the whole yeah, attacker I know what you mean. should be ahead of the whole defender to be offside. Yeah, because we're seeing this a lot. And there was a Lukaku goal earlier in the season, which was ridiculous. I think it was um, ruled out. And it just, there's, been, there's been instances this season where a striker's toe mm. has been offside. Well, you could legitimately sort yeah. of say it, if you're going to get that granular about it. Better football strikers should have size five shoes. Yeah. Size five, yeah. they should bind their feet <laughs> to give themselves sort of a lesser to give chance. Less, less of a chance of we, being we've outside. said this consistently since the start of this. Yeah. We've said, and I, I've repeatedly said to the point where I've had the piss taken at me online. So I know I fucking said it <laughs> that, that, um, that the laws of the game as they exist are not conducive to an imp- implementation of VAR. That's the fact, in my opinion. Is it a fact in my opinion? It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. It's just a if it's your fact. opinion, it becomes because, fact. Because so many of the laws aren't open to a referee's mm. interpretation. Yeah. And one referee may interpret a law a different way to another referee, depending on the game. Go back and listen to the Ramble Meets with Howard Webb. He would t- say he would referee different games differently because that's what the situation mm. d- dictated. I, I don't necessarily... And finally, just quickly, Pete, at, at what you've alluded to there, I just want to go a bit further and, and endorse your opinion. There's no need for assistant referees then. Yeah. Because if everything's going to be done by VAR anyway, yeah. you don't need a linesman running up and down, well, not keeping up a play, raising the flag. You don't the, need it. But the idea isn't going to be that everything is, is it? What you do you know? mean? It's, I mean, there's always, there's a, yeah, there's always going to be a need you for You could, for there, will, there will be in five years' time a Referee pretty robust, a pretty robust system that automatically checks um, offsides. Yes. It's also a real-time solution at working out skeletal... Um, yeah, with little, little sensors or whatever. Yeah. Not even little yeah. sensors. The, the, the algorithms can just figure out what arm's in what position and where's what. You put know. the computers inside the players. Put the computers mm. inside the like players. Like inner space. Up their bums. <laughs> Referee like in inner space. Mainly players that I don't like. But yeah. I, I, when you are talking about <laughs> such small margins, you are talking about Peter Crouch's feet... Much bigger than Aguero's feet, for example. Adebayor, so I think, famously had big feet. Carnu yeah. had massive feet. Yeah. Yeah. Are we all agreed that Christian Eriksen is enjoying VAR today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, My yeah. goodness. When I saw <laughs> what that, was he doing? I thought to myself, I, I, I was like, Christian, what are you playing? Just hook that, get <laughs> that, it up the line, like learn from Victor Wanyama there, <laughs> yeah. crying out loud, what are you doing? Wanyama had two men open when he whacked out. <laughs> Victor Wanyama, <laughs> Victor Wanyama so was... <laughs> To be fair to him, hasn't played an awful lot of football. He's found it difficult. It looks like he's, you know, the best part of his career is behind him, sadly, for a relatively young man. I mean, he's only 27, for goodness sake. Bloody hell. He was chucked in the deep end there, big time. I think he was like, blimey, the intensity of this. I'm just swinging. To be honest, it doesn't even have to be a leg. I'm swinging any limit. The funny thing, what he could have done was actually, he didn't hit it that far. What you want to do if you're going to put it out of play is hit it... Not with that much pace. You want it to kind of roll because out. Of the yeah, multi-ball yeah. system, because of the multi-ball system yeah. as well. For as, soon, it, as soon as it crosses the bang, line... someone's chucking yeah. the ball back but in. Can I, can I put something out? This might be a terrible take, and I tweeted it last night. I'm, I'm curious to know your guys' take on it. The kits. Do you think the kits, the blending of the kits, contributed to the mayhem that we saw in the first 15, I wondered minutes? about that, because if you look at them side by side... They, I mean, that clearly they're very different, but there was something, something about it on mass. Perhaps because Spurs' kit is green, so obviously you have got the pitch to contend with as well. Yeah. It did, it did look a bit weird, and I, I wondered that myself. I, I don't think it did. You don't? I just don't see how it would. It, well, at the pace they're playing, at the split decisions they have to make, and mm. I, I just wonder. I wonder if even if subconsciously it just, it just imparted a bit of confusion upon mm. the player and it, their it process. Just makes, and stuff. You got to look at like um, shorts and, and, and socks more, isn't it? It's a, yeah. the thing that I always get. Well, I, I use an example, a terrible example, and I hate it when we bring it down to fucking to flipping Sunday League, where it's like um, when people who are wearing like yellow t-shirts or yellow shirts, like an Arsenal away kit mm-hmm. from back in the day, um, they refuse to put a um, a tabard on. They refuse to put. A Bib, bib, bib on um, because they, they think oh it's yellow enough and I'm like, it's not yellow enough no. I still get confused I'm like they haven't got that bright green exact same colour as 
than everybody is, else on the this team. This is the first time in the history of knowing you, and that, um, hopefully my esteemed friends and colleagues around the table agree that I've you have essentially word, implied that you've implied that if a job's worth doing, it's worth doing properly. Yeah. <laughs> because normally yeah. you are, you know, back of a fag packet, spit and sawdust, it, well, yeah. that'll do. And and so you're saying and not, you when don't it correct. not when it comes to wires, he loves his wires. True, he does love his wires. True, yeah, he does love his wires. But I mean, Guardiola was gutted about the, the handball. Mm. He was he was quite answer. magnanimous. Apart from he, that, he was. To be fair to him, uh, so I have to that's say, not the headline though, is it? It isn't the headline, Jim, <laughs> exactly. and nor should it be. Um, uh, Jonathan Rilsman wrote a very good piece in the Guardian, uh, and uh, may well talk about this on on the mailbag out on Saturday, uh, as well about Guardiola failing to reach the uh, semi-finals and the final since Barcelona, really. Mm. And his away uh, record away for his away record is very very problematic. It, it is, yeah. And he'll be thinking to himself today, my goodness, you know, again centimeters, or maybe just one centimeter. Looking at the photo, and, and it's for me, I, I just thought this was such a great game, and it was such a back and forth. Well, in fact, it wasn't even back and forth. I, Man I, City were in I charge, just, but I just think it's indicative of a team that's never really faced many teams that have really gone at them um, on Spurs' side as well. Teams at the top of the league can't really defend, and once they get up in the Champions League, like the semi-final, um, final, oh, Liverpool can defend. But they, but I just sort of think that they, that, yeah, Liverpool are probably one of the exceptions. But a lot of the teams that find themselves in the Champions League are surprised at how attacking teams kind of mm. like go at them, and and they find themselves wanting at the back. And I think that this was a really good example of two teams who. Uh, teams don't go at them quite as much in the Premier League, um, so they don't have to work quite as hard on their de- defensive organisation. Yeah, so that they're, they're leaking goals on left, right, and centre. It's a bit of a mess at the back. Jonathan has talked about that as well. Jonathan yeah. said that, like, at one point in the Premier League, it, a penny dropped, and teams who were not expected to win games against big teams just decided to let the other team have the ball mm-hmm. and then just just dig in. I thought, I thought with the, with the personnel they had missing, I thought Spurs might try and do that last night. But the game just. But the the problem is, if we're all sitting around here, whether we're experts in it or not, the reality is, you, okay, even if we're not, but even if we were, there were f- three goals in ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Your, your tactics out the window. Then I know it sounds like an old fashioned kind of you know get up and get up at, mm. at them so, kind of kind of attitude. But really, you can plan all week for, for your tactics and how you're going to implement them. If you find that after twenty one minutes it's three mm. two yeah. and the whole thing's gone mad, yeah. you have to really <laughs> dig in and and realise. I, I was sort of surprised maybe they weren't eight didn't feel they were able to but I was sort of surprised how little Spurs tried to slow the game down Yeah, yeah because yeah. it was in their advantage to have as slow as game as possible because Man City had to make all the running mm. it was in Danny Rose's I thought that's what Suzoko might be doing actually until he actually went yeah. off I thought that might be yeah. I, I feel like the chaos of the game actually suited Spurs though because um, it really felt like that Llorente's goal was, was in them even mm. when City went ahead well it was a real leveller wasn't it yeah absolutely yeah. but I, I think um uh, part of part of the the reason that happens is we see it so often in the last stages of the Champions League. It, it, when you know, sometimes you get massive teams thrashing other massive teams in ways you wouldn't expect, like when Bayern Munich just annihilated Barcelona mm. and nobody saw that coming. I think the the huge occasion adds so so much to it, and that was and, a perfect example of it tonight. Absolutely right. And, yeah. and, and whenever there are a huge group of human beings involved. Things can change. They're very talented. But also, yeah, the, Spurs, the goal Spurs scored. The first one was a bit fortunate the way it dropped to Sun. <coughs> Excuse me, he puts it in. Then uh, the second one, again, it was a defensive error from Laporte, was it? He got caught in possession. And then after Spurs scored those two goals, 
normality began to resume and then Man City eventually went 4-2 and should have really seen the game out. Mm. Spurs and weren't Ma- offering that much. One of Man City's goals was very fortunate as well, the deflection that gave the keeper no that chance. That was a bit, yeah. yeah. But, and but and Llorente's me, winner, well, effective yeah, no, winner, well, it was that a was fortunate as well. It was, a, it was yeah. fortunate, but it yeah. was sort of bundled in. It was a, it was a crazy and, game. And, yeah. and, and uh, But the... I mean, the good news for Man City is they can still win a domestic treble. True. Yeah. But <laughs> well, domestic you, quad. But because you, they've got the, uh, the, the community shield. Community, well. community shield. Do, do you think that um, this is a type of game that whatever you want to do, it's just it's just beyond analysis, really? It's I think one so, of those yeah. games. Mm. The Spurs are now 9-2, to two, joint third favourites for the Champions League. I mean, there's only four teams left in it, but uh, £10 with bet 365 returns, £55 including stake. Credit to them. It's their first semi-final in this competition. Yep. Um it's an, I think whatever comes now, and they've got a chance against Ajax, by the way. They do, and it's, Ajax, it's a real oh, achievement. I mean, yeah. surely that game will have goals. I, mean, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, you, as if we need any more goals. But my but, goodness, two very exciting attacking sides. And Son, I think, is suspended for the first Sadly, leg. Yeah. Kane's going to probably still be out. Well, he will be still out. It's going. the man. If they do this, even though he looked knackered and he was a sub. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was talking. Jermaine Gears was laughing. They should take him off. Yeah. Yeah. No, just come on. <laughs> but, you know, um, there was, there was, there was, um, there was. Someone put, I forget who it was, but there was someone who said, you've got to respect what they've achieved. Oh, I mean, it's, they, it's enormous. Even if they don't go any further than the From where they were in the league That's position, amazing. they were like, what was it, one point? And everyone was on like six and In nine. the group stage, yeah. yeah, yeah. Group stage. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, this, I, this game at the weekend is going to be fascinating. Now, nil, nil, I mean, nil, is, nil, 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 nil. This has to be, the, the, this has the potential to be like <laughs> the most psychologically odd Premier League game that, that, that has ever happened. Yeah. It's so, it's going to be so interesting to see how both teams approach it. Spurs could Manchester. really put the kibosh on, on Man City's whole season. They well, won't. it's like... They won't. That will, but, none of this will happen. Man City will batter them. Don't know this, yes. do we? we don't know oh. this, but it's, it's as if the, the Premier League title race has sort of seeped into the Champions League because it's so tight. <laughs> I know what so you mean, oddly. Um, Liverpool and Man City were racing towards the final, the racing yeah. towards yeah. the thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you can analyse it so many ways. Is it good that, that um, for Liverpool that Man City are out a bit demoralised or is it bad because now they think, right, the league is the, is the main thing? I'll tell you one thing. After all this talk of the quadruple, and it wasn't Guardiola who was saying that, so yeah. Man City fans were not having to go at him. Apparently privately he was, but he's not well, publicly. But, you know, considering all the money and blah, 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 blah and all that bollocks, it would be hilarious for the neutral if all they won this season was the Carabao. It really would. It really, really would. And the community shield. Stop being disrespectful. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold you in the bag. Um, That's a double, according to Jose Marino. To me... City win that game easily on Saturday. Well, Spurs have got literally no midfield players. Well, Matt, so so we've come to Liverpool in just a sec. Uh, but Man City, their remaining fixtures, obviously Spurs, and then Manchester United away, Burnley away, Leicester at home, Brighton away. Uh, it, it's it's a little bit tougher because Liverpool came through uh, that sort of Spurs and Chelsea. Yes, uh, double. Did. So they're they're through there. They did. Uh, and and but Liverpool, if we could move on to them, I think we're done with that game. Yeah. Or we yes. could do the rest of the show on that game. But yeah. uh, they they're away to Cardiff. Uh, of mm. course, Cardiff have given them themselves uh, a great chance. But Liverpool, the way they comfortably beat Porto after being pretty much under siege for mm. the first and he rested the couple as half well. And he did indeed. They win six one on aggregate. Yeah, which I know uh, uh, Porto is a more favourable draw than Spurs, but I mean Porto is still a good side for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah I mean, any, anyone the that's day. there at this point, of course. Is, is, Good, I, 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 but but the way Liverpool did that, they didn't break too much of a sweat. Mm-hmm. Again, they're just going about their business now. Away to Cardiff, they should win the game. Cardiff will have their tails up, relatively speaking, after that crucial win against Brighton. Mm. But their remaining fixtures, obviously Cardiff away, Huddersfield at home, Newcastle away with ex-Liverpool manager Rafa Benitez in charge. I think that might be relevant. Who knows? Uh, and then Wolves at home. It, you've got to say that Liverpool surely are looking at twelve points then, mm. but. It's in Man City's hands. It is in and Man City's I, hands. I, 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 I honestly, Do you know which game I'm looking at? 
Burn, Old Trafford. Burnley away. <laughs> no, I think... <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know. I've got a feeling about oh, Burnley away for Man City. City win easily against Spurs this weekend, in my opinion. Yep. And I think there will be righteous vengeance delivered to every team that dares <laughs> to, to, to line up against Man City for the rest of the season. They're going to Old Trafford though, right? And what, what an interesting game that is again because, you know, Man United obviously will want to dent City's title hopes but no, in doing I, so they could hand the title to Liverpool. I'll tell you something, that's the point, Jim. I, I having all the Man United fans I know and there's, there's a handful of them, they'd all rather Man City. Down the supporters club. Absolutely. Did you, <laughs> say, did you see Manchester United playing Barcelona? They all <laughs> would rather Man City won the league than Liverpool. It's better now, than that you know, isn't it? Of course, that atmosphere may filter around the stadium but Solskjaer knows that if he's talking about a rebuilding job, we'll come on to Man United in the second half. They're obviously away at Everton. If they need to rebuild, they need to do all these things after Barcelona, they've got to qualify for the Champions League. Mm. Am, I the only one, am I the only one around this table who thinks that Man United haven't played well for about a month and a half? I don't no, know. We will talk about Man not. United second half. Uh, City for me are going to be okay. absolutely few. I wouldn't be surprised if they've done about nine hours of training already today. <laughs> um, okay, so so Liverpool, yeah, they've got a great win and they're playing Cardiff. Now, Cardiff, if we can drag ourselves away for a moment from the Champions League and the title race, Cardiff, a massive win yeah. away to Brighton this week, which has kept them alive. Yeah. And I feared for Cardiff because I, I, I thought... Oh, we saw Bournemouth dispatch Brighton 5-0, but after that Chelsea game, the way Warnock stood there, yeah. crestfallen... I thought, is that the moment? And it could well be. Cardiff could still go down, of course. But to pick your players up from that is is, is very, very difficult because it, they were harshly done by so bad. We could have done I, with I a think, bit of VAR there. I think Warnock's done an incredible job. But to get that to win get away them, to Brighton. To get them back in it because it, it compounded that defeat at home to Chelsea. Where yeah. they, you'd expect them to lose to Man City away. Mm-hmm. They didn't disgrace themselves. No. But then they lost out to Burnley, which was a winnable game. Uh, and then to, to 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 rouse them again to beat Brighton, who look in a terrible state. Oh, yeah, they well, really, well, Brighton, really do. You surely it would be between Brighton and Cardiff. It is. Now. It's got to be. Southampton. Hasn't Hootle's got Southampton yeah, now? But, but, but Cardiff have got two. I tell you, sorry, Jim. Cardiff. Even if you don't expect them to win against Liverpool at home, they could pick up six points from the next two games um, because they're playing Fulham and then Crystal Palace. And even though Fulham are relegated and the shackles are off, they're still not looked any good. It, I mean, they'll, then they'll be on 37 mm-hmm. points. If you look at what Brighton, Brighton are two points ahead of them. Yeah. And then next up, away to Wolves. Not sure there'll be anything for them there. Although Wolves do have slipped up against lesser teams. It's a tricky one. Yeah. Yeah, they've got Spurs away. You can't expect them to win there. They've got Arsenal away. They've got Man City at home. And they've got Newcastle United at home. <laughs> there, there could be a situation where if they win mm-hmm. that game at home to Newcastle, they still go down because Cardiff will have one more point than them. Mm. Well, that's, it depends how much Cardiff can get because Cardiff, Liverpool at home, Manchester United away, they're the two ones, but Fulham away and Palace at home. It will be an astonishing escape, wouldn't it? It would be. It, it, would, be, be, ex, it yeah. would be probably one of Warnock's... Uh, to be honest, oh. he never he never lasts this long. He's, he's usually gone by December in the Premier League anyway. But like, would, would Warnock call it a Rexit relegation escape? <laughs> he, 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 didn't he? I mean, I know he says a lot of stuff all the time, and the less said about that, the better. But it, didn't, didn't the Warlock say that if he kept him in the Premier League, it'd be his greatest ever achievement? Oh, really? yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that I'm would be. I would agree it? with it. I mean, getting Cardiff promoted on that shoestring budget, mm. surrounded by Wolves and obviously Fulham are great, and you know the likes of Villa and so on. I think um, it'd, be, it'd be remarkable. There's a thing people are forgetting about though is Cardiff could possibly face a points deduction because of that kit, um, <laughs> that, that away kit. It looks like looks like a tabard actually, like a sort of horrific line. Imagine that, imagine tabard, that if it was like a weird points deduction. Did he again based on t- yeah. when he was <laughs> yeah. Sheffield United <laughs> manager? Kids are kids are kind of 
going in a weird direction at the moment, it feels yeah. to me. That, I mean, that, that one is particularly bad, right? I'm not is, alone yeah. in thinking that. Actually, Arsenal's mint green abomination will come on to as well. But <laughs> I've, A few of my friends who support Arsenal, I've, all I've heard recently, I don't know why, probably because Ian Wright's been wearing it on Instagram, but they're saying we've got to go back to the bruised banana. Oh, I couldn't cause, agree more. Because Arsenal are changing kit supplies for yeah, next season. Yeah, we're back to Adidas. I think the, the green kit is a parting shot from Puma. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy win for Adidas to go back to the oh, bruised absolutely. banana. But Cardiff, Cardiff are 1-3 to three to be relegated this season. £10 with Bet365 returns. £13.33, including stake. And I also should say, just to follow up on what we were talking about earlier with who's going to win the title, Bet365 make Man City the favourites. Yeah. Liverpool are, in fact, the second favourites, 11-10 to 10, uh, with Bet365. £10 return 20, £10 returns £21, including stake. Clearly because it's in Man City's hands, Yeah, obviously. It is, Peter. There it is. And the emails are in PED's hands. They are in my hands. Let me just press the button. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees! You've got mail. Bad beat. I've got mails in my email box and they want to say a few things. Hello to uh, Joe. I expect you will receive a number of corrective emails on this subject. Uh, we didn't, to be quite frank. <laughs> um, in episode 11 of the 12 uh, Eggs of Easter, Luke describes Viali's uh, energetic nature as being the proton to Ravenelli's nucleus. Uh, the proton is part of the nucleus. It's the electron that buzzes around. <laughs> oh, sorry. That is basic. <laughs> in that sense, it would have been a good and humorous analogy had it not been wrong. Who was the name of that guy? Joe. I'd like to be his friend. And yeah. subscribe to his newsletter because that kind of pedantry <laughs> is right up my yeah. street. Can I make a correction? Yeah. Okay. As I was, uh, we were just flying uh, just past uh, Bermuda, I think it was, I was listening to the ramble. You said about um, Paul Lambert scoring a lovely dink goal. Yes. Right? Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, Owen Coyle. It was Owen Coyle. It was uh, Owen That's why I could not yes. remember it. I was racking my ah. brains. All, Owen Co- those two all guys. white Scottish men don't look the same. <laughs> yeah. Peter, this Who's the fellow who had sex next to the BMW? Paul Jewell, Paul not Jewell. Scottish. I got, not Scottish. I get, yeah, but I got those three mixed up. Just big men, solid men. <laughs> what did you say, Jim? It was on it, wasn't it? The BMW yeah. and the bonnet. And Paul Lambert's not a big Scottish man. He's a small Scottish man. Yeah. Yeah. He's what like your think size. I said? But they're so not. chunky. <laughs> chunky, okay. Yeah. Speaking of Get beat, the emails back. Carry on, the bonnet. He was having it on the bonnet, wasn't he? Hey! <laughs> hey. Uh, hello to David Lieb. Uh, Dr. David Lieb, um, a long-time listener, and I enjoy the show. I especially enjoy the eggs <laughs> when I'm not <laughs> listening to your podcast. Uh, basically, he's a full-time researcher in herpes. Um, I've been running a research lab for almost 30 years on the subject. Jim, the listener Jim, not Jim Campbell, is absolutely incorrect. It's not only children that are susceptible, adults are susceptible too. Infection in very young babies can be the most serious, but infection can happen any time in your life. How has this come to this? We are now the... I've had enough of experts. I'll stick to my own view. (laughs) (laughs) In most people, uh, the ones contracted the virus forges a lifelong relationship with you, hanging out in your nervous system forever. In most people, um, just under 75% of adults have it. The virus doesn't come back. It uh, just hangs out quietly in your nerves. <laughs> However, people get uh, cold sores or sores in other places below the waist. It depends on the site of the original infection. It's often said that the difference between love and herpes is that herpes is forever. Mm. <laughs> to clarify, I am not one of the people that suffers from the latter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you do have a tapeworm, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. but, thanks, you for, thanks for the great show. Can I request you the ramble endorsed herpes specialist, David? You can indeed. Thank you so much. These people who These are so people. clever and mm. intelligent and they've dedicated their life to something more worthy than football chat. And don't yet, waste your time listening to this. Don't waste your time yeah. listening to this. For quite oh, do waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, Jim Lawrence, you've got a lot to, to answer for. You're letting Jim's down. There's a lot of bad ones. There's Savile, <laughs> Davidson, <laughs> the. But like just... Yeah. <laughs> Hello to, wind it in. Hello to, uh, I think, Kevin. Long time, this is the first time. Emailer. Uh, I'm a 23-year-old who for the past four years has the luxury of uh, country hopping while coaching football and acting as a personal trainer at holiday resorts, sport camps and cruise ships all over the world. What a job. Oh, yeah. Fant- yeah. Looking magnificent and tanned hmm. and muscular All of our on listeners a cruise ship. better jobs than us. <laughs> Can we get this on a cruise ship? 
Oh, Ramble cruisers. Uh, but now on to dildo gate. Oh. <laughs> My current job is in Australia as a youth uh, sports co- coach. Uh, quite uh, quite day. I was finished at three. No other staff left on site. I confidently played the ramble on our Bluetooth surround sound speakers whilst having a, an after work snack. Little did I know I was not alone. We had a Christian group on site using our facilities for a kids' <laughs> Easter <laughs> program. Uh, we encourage all groups who use the grounds to fill in a feedback form as they leave. The next day, my boss brings me to the office, shows me the form. Great. <laughs> Great facility, but will not be returning due to vulgar comments made on the radio station. Not suitable for children. <laughs> That's our fault, really, isn't it? Oh, hands yeah. across the ocean, guys. I must yeah. have left the radio on by accident with the Aussies uh, known for saying out there comments on the station. But yeah, it was actually me talking about a big uh, black dildo. I thought I was quite. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was quite uh, tame, really. I was just describing the, you know, the. It's white all relative. I think it's, it's more the relative. subject matter, isn't yeah. it, rather than the um, execution. If they know what a dildo is, then you know you've already failed in your job man uh, afternoon Where's fellas whilst listening uh, to your latest show uh, Pete brought, brought up the River Plate fan who tattooed the QR code on his oh, yeah. body yeah. that obviously uh, diverts to a, a YouTube video of um, a couple of Libertadores match and uh, a football uh, Twitter account found the exact video on YouTube tweeted out the URL and since then has uh, reported the video for copyright infringement so oh. the video is no longer available oh, now right. I do not Shame. endorse that kind of behaviour quite petty. frankly petty. very very petty and finally for now Sean Co- Cornfoot um, says uh, Sean feel... Cornfoot yeah <laughs> Which Just want to check that. Just want to check it. Yeah. There's a V at the end, but I think that was me control Ving. So okay. it's not Cornfoot. That would be no. a bit weird. Uh, I feel oh, yeah, there's nothing I... weird about Cornfoot. I'm clipping that. <laughs> we'll find a Cornfoot specialist for you. Yeah, if, um, if I say something and you hear like a bit of silence, it's because Pete's ma- mentally clipping if it. If I out. was more admin like friendly to my yeah. own self, I would have that clip. Yeah. Uh, I feel it is my civic duty to resp- report a sighting of one Marcus Speller. Yesterday uh, afternoon. Right, yeah. Imagine my surprise following a long fall, uh, haul flight from Japan. I spotted the acclaimed Football Ramble host. Acclaimed. Uh, <laughs> is the Football Ramble acclaimed or are you acclaimed there? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think I'm in both. Either yeah. or. Either he or. was exiting Heathrow Airport with a large bag full of multicoloured sombreros. There's only two of them. <laughs> a bag full. All right, well, that's the email section. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Show the footballramble.com. Incorrect. Not a bag full of sombreros. There were two. only two sombreros. I mean, that could fill a bag. Marcus yeah. Speller only owns two sombreros. Gave him away his presents. I did give them away. There you go. Presents. Man of the people. Why didn't we get one? I, don't I know. want a sombrero. Yeah. Uh, Make my head look bigger. <laughs> I gave them to Luke and Jim. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, let's talk about Manchester United. See you in a minute. You stagged all over me. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Are you going to say one, two, three, Steve, and then we'll just yeah, reveal, sure. our, reveal ourselves? <laughs> oh, welcome back to the. Oh, excuse me, Whoa. the Football Ramble Preview Show! Oh, wow, it's sponsored by Bet365. Everton versus Manchester United. Scholshire's subjects were convincingly beaten by Barcelona, of course. Now, you'll notice, uh, well, maybe you didn't, that I, 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 I failed to mention that I predicted Spurs would get past Man City. 
which I got right. Well, the reason why I sort of didn't say that was because after about 45 seconds of the Barcelona-Manchester United game, I, I, I WhatsApp the group saying, you did. I think Barcelona might be here for the taking. Yeah. <laughs> and I was wrong. I was wrong on that well, one. Well, for the first five minutes or so. Mm, they minute and a half. Were. Jim yeah. started off, by the way, earlier before you got it, saying for the first 10 minutes. And I said, you having 10 minutes? And he <laughs> went, all right, maybe four or five. Yeah. You're now saying minute and a half. Well, I have to hold Ross. my hands up. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Rashford hit the bar. McTominay, yeah. if a bit of better control, yeah. and I thought oh, it could have been interesting. And then, and then, obviously, it played Messi out the way it scored did. Scored his goal that he does. Oh, David de Gea, not Dave the save. Mm. Yeah, I feel with David de Gea though, it was a thing that we often see. Like it was almost like the concept of Messi made yeah. that squirm under him. It's like, oh, that seems tame for Messi. Oh, there it's gone. Yeah. Loads of goalkeepers make errors these days. We covered this a few months ago yeah. because they're asked to do a lot more. And 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 he made that error where do you remember like I forget the game was against the more. I mean that saved, was a yeah. that, that no matter how was, much yeah. sweeper keeper stuff he should have saved that sure. But do you remember when he let one in the, in, into the middle of his goal earlier this season? Yes, where he was sort of deceived by the against Swan? Arsenal. I know, but that yeah, yeah. that is kind of that, that, they can happen. I wouldn't I wouldn't hold that against him too much. But that one is just I think it's more that they started quite brightly. And Messi scores, and really, again, they'd probably be disappointed that they let that one in. It was mm. so obvious putting him onto his left foot. I think Smalling, or was it, it was a, it's a key thing you can't do at that stage of the game yeah. against that kind of team. Of course, so that goes in, and they think, okay, well, same job. We've still got to score two goals. Yeah, and then De Gea does that, and you think, mm. oh, that just knocks the yeah. stuffing out of you. And Coutinho's goal was obviously yeah, wonderful. So what, what all about three celebration? outside the box was it mugging right. off his own supporters, Coutinho? Yeah. Yes, yeah. having yeah. been yeah. mugged off by them, doing the as it's known as the Mick McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> But he's, he's, been, he's, been out, he's had a lot. He's had a difficult time there, hasn't yeah. he? I don't understand. I've got too much sympathy for him, but he has had a difficult time. He has. What a goal it was! Can One I, for the Liverpool fans. It was a beauty. Can I? Can I put to the table and feel free for you guys to sort of shoot me down? May United aren't really that good, are they? No. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, but I think we, we, you know, we wondered whether this might happen, but the, the you know, the feel good factor is gone, and the sort of nostalgia effect effect has worn off. And they do. They look a little bit pedestrian again. They've started dropping points yeah. and being a bit flat. They, you know, they were very uninspiring against West Ham. And you know, other than that first like one minute and twelve seconds or whatever <laughs> it turns out when, yeah. when you analyse the, yeah. the, the actual game, um, yeah, they they were just second best all over the place. And of course they are when you when you look at the fact they've got Chris Smalling and, and Phil Jones, who bafflingly is twenty seven years old, um, starting as their centre back. Sure. And no, but Jim, the new manager bounce they got from Solskjaer is it the greatest? New manager bounce in the history of football. It could well be given that PSG <laughs> result. Marcus Rashford hitting the bar. Thirty-three seconds. In. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that would have been glorious. How yeah. do you have yeah. scored? You know. But anyway, I'm not just talking about this game. I just no, mean I, I agree. No, no, no. And I think the the way that we have been led to believe through a lot of the media coverage because of the personality type of Solskjaer, who as a you know he seems like a really nice guy and he's very pleased to be there and 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 clearly he's not Mourinho. You said there, Jim Sang earlier, I find quite interesting. They're starting to drop points. They're on the worst run of form in 18 years. Really? They're on their worst run of form since 2001. Wow. And it's not really being talked about But they're still in contention much. for top four. They are. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing, yeah. that, that that big run of games that Solskjaer had. I mean, some... So you're saying make the assessment at the end of the season then? Well, I think so. Some are suggesting that since Solskjaer has been given the job permanently, the team has actually started to go backwards. Now, that dip in form would suggest... It is an interesting one because clearly Mourinho wasn't getting any kind of tune out of them. Scholzer has come along and said, right, you guys with pace, make the most of that. Pogba, you are really good and you've won the World Cup, so up your game a bit. And that seems to have had the desired effect. But now when it comes to the the real stuff, Mm. trying to qualify, get into the top four, which they still could do, then when they play Barcelona... 
Look, they lost 4-0 on aggregate against Barcelona. It could have been 4-1, 4-2. They didn't disgrace themselves in but, one no, set. But, but they're talking about the side this, who... This match does not make or break their season at all. No. He had a very good run of um, uh, teams to actually play. Uh-huh. Uh, did. And they've had injuries. And, stuff and they have had injuries. But, I mean, fundamentally... Is this is this still a hangover of Jose Mourinho? Is is this a hangover of? Uh... Well, uh, Old Ole admitted that that they need a few years hard work yeah. to get to the I'm, level of Barcelona. That's the thing; they're not fishing in the waters. That they, I'm not I'm not accusing Man United fans particularly of being deluded or whatever, but they're not fishing in the waters. They've been used to being to fishing. Hmm. Yeah, but they, when they played West Ham, they beat them two one, two Paul Pogba penalties. Could have easily lost that game. Yeah. They weren't very good. Um, but they've got the players when it comes to playing against a team like West Ham, who've had an okay season, to get them through it. But the very idea that you can bring in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, give him a permanent deal, have no director of football above him, and expect mm. to be able to compete against a team like Barcelona in the Champions League, which is the level that United want to be judged on mm-hmm. by their own admission, um, with five, I would say five, and if you include the players that come off the bench, six or seven players short of quality for different reasons. They are miles away. Patchy players. Miles away. No, I don't think anyone's and, 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 well, Just very, very quickly, the final point I was going to make, and you said something there, like, yeah, maybe we judge them at the end of the season. I'm absolutely cool with that. But I think it leaves them a decision to be made because they've got no guidance at the top of the club. And if they don't get in top four and they've got a summer with Solskjaer, they're going to have to probably throw a lot of money at a manager who may not be there long term with no mm. direct football sat above him. I think it's worrying for them. But that's also, that's part of the issue that they're having now, isn't it? This, it's mad to think that this is the sort of thing that applies to a club like Man United, but they are in that situation that a lot of teams end up in where the squad is a sort of like almost patchwork of players that have mm. been brought into the club by different managers with different intentions and, and it, it does all seem a little bit messy so there, there is a lot of sort of gutting certainly seen a lot of messy the other night do you, yeah. do you think Solskjaer's I mean if he is he like a holiday rep where you turn up on holiday and, and you think oh this guy's alright he's telling us where to go and he's very friendly and he's really helping us out and he's actually help enhancing our holiday and then after a bit he's like oh can I come with you <laughs> I'll have a drink with you uh, well, yeah. no, I don't really but I, do you, we don't want that much. Do you think it's yeah. mad? Do you think uh, I'll put this to you in, in 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 the stark facts then? So as of August of last year, United mm. has spent three hundred and two million pounds. Mm-hmm. Right, still they're, can't compete. With they're lining up against Barcelona. <laughs> Lind De Gea, fine, had a bad night, fine, yep. good player. Lindelof, Smalling, Jones, Young, McTominay, Fred, Pogba, Lingard, Rashford, Martial. £302 million pounds to be not injuries. even in the same ballpark. But I know what you mean. They I, have had injuries. I, but I, I, the difference that. is, though, with, with Solskjaer, and the th- I think the reason why it was actually, I would say it's a good appointment, is because the problem is David Moyes was, was out of his depth. We Davey. David Moyes was out of his depth. <laughs> Louis van Gaal, um, it, it, it's all about his depth, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. As in... As in uh, he he wanted to goodness knows what he wanted to do, but he wasn't the right man for the job. It would would end up. Uh, Mourinho is trying to mould the club like himself a bit and so on. Manchester United because they had Ferguson for so long, they're still not sure, and people will think that they have an ethos and a philosophy and whatnot. And whether you want to go in for that or not, I don't know. But Solskjaer knows the club, and blah, blah, blah. but it, but he is aware of what they want. He is aware of what the fans will demand, what what is uh, acceptable, what is expected, what is desired. And can he deliver that? Well, we'll only find out if he's there for a bit. If you bring in another manager, the man, another manager it might have the same effect as Van Gaal or, or, or somebody like that. And I think Solskjaer will sign players in which he think play for whatever it's worth, the Man United. I, I, just, I just think also that, that but with um, when Alex Ferguson, Alex Ferguson had uh, the team, he could afford to bring in players that were patchy, 
injury mm-hmm. prone, like Mike Alone, for example. Bebe. Yeah, Bebe. Mm. Bebe. Yeah, Bebe. Bebe. <laughs> and, and, and the rest Bebe. of the, 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 the spine of the team could carry the, oh, the, 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 these, these, uh, these players. Baby, baby. <laughs> What's, what's going baby, on? Baby, baby. It's rare I say what's going on. What is going on? Man United are 11 to 4 to finish in the top four this season with bet 365. £10 returns, £37.50, including the stake. And uh, yeah, Marcus, sorry, back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got back, a bit confused. Uh, cheers. Just wrestle it away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was a Marcus. Yeah, sorry, I was a Marcus. Give it out to Marcus. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, yeah, what's time happening? This, last time, this, this time last week, I was a king. <laughs> I'm not mistaken, Peter. Oh, God. You're sitting over there now. Marcus, yeah. I'm over here. Pete sat in your chair. I, Did yeah. he actually? Yeah. I need to see the time codes. I wonder what that, and ignore that squelch was. He um, sat in your chair and he adjusted it. Uh, Peter, yeah. I do know what you mean with uh, uh, old Piss Sir off. Alex. Um, Marcus. But I think you're wrong. Marcus. <laughs> and I think he was overrated. I said to Pete, don't you dare adjust Marcus's chair. It's out of order. <laughs> do you know what Pete said? Fuck him. Yeah, I mm. bet he did. That's what he said. Absolute scumbag. Um, but just <laughs> it before, was extraordinary. Before was we move on though, uh, how will Marco Silva set up his team against a better team? Don't care. Yeah. Hopefully they'll have more aggression than they did against Fulham. They lost to Fulham. Yeah. Mm. It's a damning indictment. Isn't well, it? Andre so... Gomez has been banned for three matches for stamping on poor old Mitrovic last week, so good riddance for him. Yeah, for that was a weird one, that, wasn't it? Oh, this he... completely passed me by. Yeah, no, it, it seemed really, really unnecessary at the time. Of course. Cool, so why would you stamp on Mitro? There we are. Uh, Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Arsenal. Arsenal. Put, uh, Last cry is back. They put Watford to the sword, one nil. Oh, Ten god. men, Watford. Oh, my god! That was, <laughs> I watched. I watched. Winter, that winter, game, winter, Jim. I watched that game with Nigel Winterburn, and I thought Did he you? was going to die. Like it was. It was what, of a, um, anger or, of just, or worry like, of just frustration. Like uh, I, the end of the game was so telling. <laughs> the end of the game was so telling because um, Aubameyang and a few other Arsenal players sort of dropped to the floor as if they thought they were down to 10 men and had like <laughs> scraped this amazing victory it was, <laughs> it was so bizarre Arsenal away is the, is the strangest beast I've, I've known can, can I just say I mean, half hour on the train, isn't it, to Watford? <laughs> yeah. It's not even like, you're not going to Osterson. <laughs> and the big bad yeah. Troy Deeney is sent off yeah. early oh, on. That's funny. I like Troy Deeney, but not against Arsenal. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a kind of sort of game show. Right, the bad news is, you're mm. going to play away from home. Yep. Okay, well, we're not very good away from home. Uh-huh. The good news is, it's half hour down the road, yep. and they're going to be down to 10 men. Uh-huh. We'll scrape a 1-0. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which will be from a bizarre goal yeah. as well. Yeah, we'll scrape a 1-0, in which the goalkeeper hits into one of our strikers, and it, and it goes in. Not yeah. even 2-0. No. Yeah. It was, you know what I mean? It was, it was uh, worrying. How was Nigel Winterburn? Uh, he well, it was the same as same as me and anyone else who cares about Arsenal. Did just you, really you, frustrated by the performance and concerned that it will be a sign of what the other away uh, games no, will no, be no, like. No, 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 that Chutney didn't. Did you talk what to him about like? that goal he scored against Chelsea I didn't, at Stamford no. Bridge? He's aware what? of it. He's seen it. He did it. Yeah, I know, but you I mean, what, didn't. What, yeah, Jim was too I'm, scared. It was like when Jim met Wenger. Uh, he was, you nervous? I, I was. Well, I just I didn't really know what to ask him, so I just asked him if he was enjoying the World Cup. And he just went, "Yes." Were you nervous about Winters? No. <laughs> okay. Fair. I wasn't nervous about meeting Wenger. Oh, oh big, I mean, big, what's, <laughs> big balls, Jim Campbell. Jim Marcus are picking up Peter Jim today. Sorry, yeah, Jim. Yeah, you Sorry, are. Jim. Go on, you're not having my lunch money. It's not <laughs> yeah. school now. He's weighed up. He doesn't know which side to go for. Mate, yeah. I'm just waiting for God for glory, you pricks. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Talk about Andros Townsend. That'll perk him up. Palace yeah. are all but safe. Eight points above Cardiff. I Cardin. had a goddamn I... dream that Andros Townsend scored. <laughs> wow. That's how much this What, what type game. of goal? And who, who Marcus, was it against? It was, Hang on, we could have missed it, Petey. He put it in the running order while you are away. Go on, was, who was it against? It was in the 18-yard box, yes. right foot finish into the bottom right-hand corner. Against, I don't know who it was against. Which stadium? That'll give I us a just, clue. I have not, not got a clue, <laughs> What colour were the oppo wearing? It was a dream stadium. Sorry, Marcus, it didn't happen. Ah, but yeah. this could be, for, this one maybe for the better. Right yes. foot, bottom right-hand corner. This is how I salvaged some kind but of But out of the games they've got, at the games that Andrew Townsend has got left to play. Arsenal away. Would Lest, you go? Leicester away, Leicester away. 
They, they're, not they're not playing Leicester away. Leicester away. Oh, no, so that's, that's, that's probably not going to happen. Was, as I said, it was my dream. <laughs> Arsenal away, Everton at home, Cardiff away, it's Bournemouth can't... at home. Uh... What do you think we should? What did you dream? What was your premonition? I think Everton at home is the one. No, because that's this week. You're just trying. No, to no, no. This week's Arsenal. Yeah, no bad. Okay, so Bournemouth home. Last, Bournemouth home. Last, last, last day of the season. Last day, last oh. minute of the season. <laughs> Imagine if it happens, Pete. Premonition. You could get a whole career. You've got Mystic right Meg. Foot, bottom yeah. right. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what. I mean, Offside, no VAR to cancel it out. <laughs> Bournemouth will be absolutely safe by then and possibly on the beach. And Townsend thrives in that sort of situation. <laughs> Andros Townsend is... Um, Come on. Is, Come on. Is, is seven to two to score at any time against Arsenal with bet 365 to £10. Returns £45, including stake. If he scores his fifth, yeah. what's the jeopardy here? Um, I get to punch Pete in the face twice. Oh, Is that right? But what I won't I, do it, though. What do no. I win, then? No, I get Sombrero? to kiss Pete. No, no, I've given them away, mate. Yeah, mm. no sombreros, mate. Yeah. Oh, we'll sort something out. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right. Then. I'm a little concerned about this game because um, of the pace of Zaha and the decision making of Squadron Mustafi. <laughs> who, who bafflingly is how old? Um, he's what, 27, 28? Yeah, I, for some reason, I thought he was about 35. <laughs> <laughs> Zaha will cost all, but if he, he, I get the feeling if he doesn't score, like he doesn't, he's not involved in a in a, a goal scoring opportunity at any point. He gets really frustrated. It's at home. Palace, uh, Palace, uh, good, Palace will get a penalty, win. won't they? 27, <laughs> and he was born in Bad Hersfeld. Well, there we go. Draw your own conclusion. There we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's now time for our best bet. Bet three six five. Step on down, um, Kevin Rate, who says, "Hi, chaps. Following the Omni shambles last week, I would like to throw my hat into the ring. Um, after last night's Champions League, which is one of the greatest games I've ever seen, um, I think that Spurs and City Mark Three has potential for a belter." Spurs will be uh, giddy after mugging off Man City. City now have a false a sole focus on the league. I think Spurs are going to be punished by the squad depth of City. So I'm going to, from City to win by two or more goals, guys. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I think it's fair. Um, at eight to eleven, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think I think yeah. uh, Man City win the game. Like I say, I think Man City. It might be Burnley away where they'll mess up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, that is um, our best bet of bet 365. £50 on that returns £86.36 at 8 to 11. With all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK, 18 plus, and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on responsible gambling, go to begamblerware.org. That's Kevin Rate picking over the bones of the set two games between Spurs and Man City already, thinking Man City are going to win by two or more goals against Spurs. Go on, Kev. Right, go for gold. So the heat is on and the time is right. Lord. Yes. <laughs> Marcus, you must be wanting to come back with a bullet. Come do you know what? I was, I was listening to Luke's game last week. And I have to say, gentlemen, I feel for you because I didn't do any better than you guys mm. did. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, it was a really tough one. I thought. Tommy, I Abby, Obi, who knows who he's playing? Tommy, Tommy. 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 Yeah. Like, you, I mean, the fact he doesn't know his game. game. <laughs> You've stuck two together to make a super footballer. Ah, I said, I said an to, average footballer. I said to Pete that um, they'll, they'll have played for Newcastle at some point. To be fair, Tommy, Abby, Obi stopped playing for Newcastle when he was about 13. <laughs> yeah. So not hugely helpful. No. Ben Sita has come up with the close this one thank you Ben I was born in the 20th wait, let me start again born on the 28th of November 1988 stop Chicharito incorrect Ooh, I thought he was going to give it then he had, he had like a half second pause when he was like whoa yeah like when I got Nigel Martin after one clue back in <laughs> Bristol that time oh, Jim got uh, Pierluigi Casiraghi once 
yeah. before the game had even begun. Jamie Traore, <laughs> <as well. Yeah. laughs> I currently play, ply my trade in Melbourne, Australia. Well, okay, so he's only 30. He's playing back in Melbourne. Melbs. Okay. Yeah, this is the level. <laughs> it was the yeah. level. Um, I have played a total of 202 games in my club career for 10 goals. <sighs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Not really much mm. for me here. Yeah, there's not, not much to uh, chew over, is there? Nelly Yoa. Incorrect. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be all over the Twitter DMs. He'll be, oh, yeah. yeah. be DMing. I made two appearances for the Belgian national team. Ooh. I moved to England, Stoke City, for £100,000 in 2007, where I made zero appearances before joining Manchester United. What, really? Oh, really? Okay, then he's got to be... I know what position he plays. You know what position he plays? I think so, yeah. Ooh. I'm not telling you though. Why not? We share the fact. Nah. We share the play. <laughs> nah. nah. Why not? Nah. <clears throat> give us a, he's, all right, I'll give the reason not is in case you win. Mark, ask me again. Why not? That out. Ask me again. Why not? Um, he's played for Belgium. Ask him why. Ask me why not? No. Nah. Two more clues. Two, Two more. Yeah. Bloody hell! We haven't known anything about it's the one fucking of them guy. His first yet. name. I know. <laughs> it wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I achieved the unique feat of winning both a Premier League title and being promoted from the Championship in the same season. Oh man. That is, oh. uh, I remember this happening. Ah, oh. I literally remember this happening. It was about. It was the last time United won it. Yeah, he um, was uh, one of the defenders, wasn't he? I'm not... <laughs> Marcus, Marcus. Uh, nah. oh. Last clue, let's do it. Last clue. I made my name at Leicester City, where I made 115 of my 202 club appearances. Leicester City. Promoted from the Championship and a Premier League title in the same season. Played for Manchester United. He did. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. God, I don't know. St- I don't... Stop. No, I was, uh, I was going to say Danny Simpson. Ridiculous. Seven. Six. Can I? Uh, no, I can't because that's wrong and well. Come on, Jim. Come on, Jim. Shut up. <laughs> Enzo Shifo, Jim. <laughs> I'm resetting the clock to four. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Ben Seater and Pete Donaldson get the points. It's Richie Delat. Delat. Oh. Richie fucking Delat. Defender, like you said. Don't people call him? I, I thought Delat. I think Delat. Delat. I thought it was a keeper. I would have never got that. True. Yeah. Ten goals. No, hell, of, I, hell of an accolade. Though. I genuinely mm. remember that happening. Yeah. I remember it happening. Well, if you were screaming at your uh, radio slash, I don't know, um, surround sound system, or you were screaming at your car radio because you've taken this show and you've burned it onto a CD and put it in your car, <laughs> or, your, or your smart speaker. Some people can do that, exactly. or maybe some disc that's been shot into space in the future. Yes. yes. Hello, future Ambitious. aliens. This is yeah. what we sound like. Yeah. Burp. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Absolute pleasure being back. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, PED. See you later. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you, and thank you the listeners. We'll see you on Monday. This 
was a Radio Staccato production. Strangers in the night. Excre- ah, bollocks, I'm rusty. I'm holiday. Rusty. I'm He's rusty. still on holiday. <laughs> He's on the holiday, beach. Holiday, holiday. Three, two, one, go. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.